Welcome to Learning to Live, where I talk about what I'm currently learning. Come join me in learning how to live a quality life. Hey there everyone, welcome back to another episode. So I had planned on doing an episode kind of like um, coming off of the gratitude and just um, talking more about the effects of complaining. I'm still working on that and I decided that I wanted to actually talk about something else this time. So what I want to talk about is desensitizing or exposure therapy. And essentially it is exposing yourself to your fear. And it sounds so scary and it is. So I've been um, recently actually starting to do this. It is a lot of work and it's hard, but it's worth it. So I'm not going to specifically share the fear that I'm working through, but I might give some examples that are fairly common that a lot of people have had to work through. So some people will have fears of a variety of different types of bugs, And these fears, big or small, um, will be almost debilitating and will really take away from life. Well, it's like as people create them to be way bigger than they are, and then it'll really um, get in the way of us being able to enjoy the moments that we normally would have been able to. So for example, if something traumatic happened and let's say it had something to do with a bug, because it's a fairly easy example, then maybe wherever those bugs are, now you're afraid of that. So it can be very easy to create more of a fear by avoiding it. So often we'll feel like avoiding a thing can make us feel better but it actually can just create more areas that and more fear in general over that so it could be fear of the grass then because bugs are there or um i know fear of trees or could even be like fear of water And then a different type of fear could be fear of public, fear of like social interactions. And yeah, so it can really vary. Like we can really create so many types, different types of fears just from one little thing. It can trigger another fear and another one because those are associated together. Could even be that when some traumatic event happened, there was, I don't know, a bee around and now the bee is scary because it triggers a memory of something. And it could just be that whatever else happened and that's that's causing more fears and it could be something that looks so small and that most people can totally get through and it's fine and maybe they're not even afraid of it but that is actually debilitating um, the person and 
taking away from their day, their life, and really shaking them up more than it normally should. I don't usually like to use the word normal because everyone's different. But anyways, a lot of the culture talks about, or society, whatever, however you want to say it, will talk about just kind of avoiding triggers, avoiding things that make you feel uncomfortable. And I've been really looking into it, and the way to treat anxiety, especially about things, is actually to expose yourself slowly, to slowly get yourself Um, to slowly expose yourself to the thing that's actually causing you the fear. And it sounds backwards to the way that most people think of it because we're taught to just avoid the things that make us feel uncomfortable and afraid. But really, to get through it is actually to go through the anxiety and to actually have to feel it. But the thing that's different is to take steps to slowly get into it. And then each time you do it a little bit, then it's like, oh, I was okay. I'm still okay. And I did this thing that scared me. And you slowly get less and less afraid of it because you realize that you actually survived and it was okay. So again, going back to the simple example of bugs, let's say you're terrified of them. And you could just insert it with whatever else you could be afraid of. But it's an easy example to to use. So yeah, if you're afraid of bugs, you could... Some people will start with... And some people are afraid of needles or whatever. Like people will start with maybe whatever their fear is. They'll start with looking at like pictures or videos of the thing they're afraid of. And a lot of people are afraid of elevators as well. So, like, to, I'm not sure where I heard this, but I feel like I heard this a lot, to expose yourself to it, like, looking at pictures or videos until you're so bored of it, and then, and just to do that, like, for a few minutes each time, or it's walking through an area that, like, walking outside, if you're afraid of the going outside, to walk outside for a few minutes, and then go back in and then do a few more minutes next time and then go back in and do whatever you um, are doing for exposure therapy to do a little bit of time and to increase that each time. And then maybe if it's bugs again, then to after you would look at a picture of, of that fear of that bug or whatever and then you watched videos and then you were terrified but then slowly you got um, used to it I guess and it wasn't as scary because you realized you weren't okay to start with things like that because you know it can just help to um, be less afraid of and then once you've exposed yourself to that then to do the next step of being around it and seeing it and seeing a real one from maybe out of like in being in a container or something and just doing a little bit of steps towards closer and closer exposure until you can have it the container opened or have the bug crawling around near you and you're watching it or have 
it crawling on you or you touching it. So like slowly desensitizing yourself to the fear, slowly exposing yourself to it more and more. And I wouldn't say to do it as you're comfortable because you won't be comfortable because you're afraid of it. But I would say what I learned was to do it um, until I knew I couldn't do it anymore, even if that was just one minute. And to increase that the next time to two minutes if I could, and just to each time increase it until it's easier and easier. And to remind myself that last time I was actually okay. And yeah, so that's something I've been learning about lately. And I've actually seen a lot of progress. And yeah, I didn't want to talk about it until I actually seen progress. And I've been doing it for... I would say almost two weeks and I would say I have a lot less fear with um, with that fear and I'm a lot I'm able to do a lot more than I normally would that fear is still in my mind when I'm doing the thing that makes me afraid but I don't panic and I don't like my fear would normally get in the way of me being able to enjoy my day and being able to enjoy the one thing I love doing. But that fear would always get in the way of that. So then it's really helped me to be able to start to get past it. I'm definitely not past it yet. Um, and I know it'll take a lot of time and a lot of work. But I just wanted to encourage you guys, if you are, if you guys are afraid of something, which I think everyone has a fear, but a fear that's maybe paralyzing you or whatever, I would really encourage you guys to find someone who can help you walk through doing exposure therapy. Someone who has a lot of wisdom and knowledge in that area that can help you to be able to enjoy life better because it's not fun being paralyzed by a fear. It's not fun. And we know it's not rational, but yet it's terrifying. And yeah, so that was something that's been really helpful for me lately. And I really hope that it can be helpful for you guys as well. One little thing I wanted to add was um, some people will write a list of 10 fears that they have that really affect them and then start at the top and work through that one. And then one being the most fear, like the scariest and then 10 being not as scary, but still affecting you. So to start with number one and then work through that one and then go to number two and work through that one and then it can really be freeing because you're not being held back by fear. And yeah, fear can be so paralyzing and really take away from people's life. And yeah, I think it'd be very helpful if everyone was able to work through it, but I know it takes work and you have to be, you have to really want to do it and yeah, it can be scary, but I think it's more helpful if you have someone there with you rather than doing it alone. It can be a lot harder doing it alone. So that's why I would really encourage doing it maybe with like a therapist or a counselor, some type of person who really knows what they're talking about and can encourage you because it can feel like there's no progress 
even though it's only one minute, but that's still progress. So yeah, I hope this was encouraging for you guys and helpful, and I hope that you guys have a great day. See you guys next time. Bye.